are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The WWE locker room is paranoid and frustrated. AEW respond to bullying allegations. And which WWE Hall of Famer turned down the WWE Championship? For Wednesday, December the 2nd, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. So the WWE locker room is paranoid and frustrated. This comes from several news reports this morning. So we know that there were some changes behind the scenes recently at uh, Monday Night Raw. This was uh, due to the absence of Bruce Pritchard. Triple H was there instead, uh, working backstage with the talent. Now, Triple H has been doing this at a couple of episodes of SmackDown over the past few weeks, but he made an appearance on Monday Night Raw. According to PW Insider, uh, Triple H was taking time backstage to talk to everyone and calm people down because there is so much paranoia backstage. Quote, it is not the same feeling with Bruce Pritchard. Now, this paranoia within the company uh, is coming mainly from frustration with lack of TV time. Now, the feeling among some of those backstage is that if they're not on TV on a regular basis or doing something consistently, then they could be next to be released. WWE has proved this year that certainly nobody is safe anymore. For the longest of time, WWE were just hiring people almost just, just for the fun of it. But during the pandemic, we've seen massive swathes of talent in front of the camera and behind it get uh, released from contracts. And obviously with Zelina Vega's recent scenario, whereby she wasn't towing the proverbial company line when it came to third-party platforms, contract was terminated and she was away. So that has caused this, this paranoia backstage, according to multiple sources. WrestlingNews.co I've also heard from wrestlers who are frustrated with their lack of TV time. There are so many people still on the main roster that there just simply isn't time to get everybody on. Uh, some of that frustration is with Bruce Pritchard and the way that Bruce Pritchard is running the operation. But uh, when it comes to oh, things away from Bruce Pritchard, others have privately expressed frustration with the company in general for hiring so many people and filling out the roster so much that nobody can get time. We have seen 
a little bit of that changing. In the past week, we've talked about how, in the past, how it's a bit of a, a, a death knell almost to, to feature so much on WWE main events one of the smaller WWE shows that has uh, less uh, vis- less visibility, less circulation. But the past week's episode of Main Event, they did bulk out with a couple of bigger segments, so talent that may not have been a part of Monday Night Raw. So possibly there is going to be something going forward where they do utilize Main Event a little bit more for those talent who aren't on TV as much. But for now... As numerous sources have reported, there is a feeling of frustration and paranoia in the WWE locker room. Staying with this past Monday on Raw, PW Insider have reported that the opening segment, the one that featured Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss and The Fiend, a a different direction for The Fiend character from that one, in which we show some weakness in The Fiend, concern for the well-being of Alexa Bliss. Now, PW Insider are reporting that this was completely the vision of Vince McMahon. Several people had even argued the segment with Vince McMahon, that they were against it. But Vince McMahon gets the final say on everything. So regardless of some, of, of some feedback of the, of the critical kind, Vince McMahon stuck with it anyway, and we got the segment that we got completely to the vision of Vince McMahon. Creative in WWE, now fully in the hands of Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard right now. Pritchard's even been described as the second most powerful person within the company from PW Insider. Pritchard not being there last week, as we said at the beginning of this story, led to a breath of fresh air for many people. And Triple H being there as well as somebody who has done such amazing work as part of NXT, certainly has a lot of credos with the with the locker room. And there is a feeling that he has their back more than others may. Now, you may remember a few weeks ago, a former editor hired by a company that was working for AEW uh, had put out a series of tweets uh, accusing AEW of bullying and harassment whilst he was working there. Uh, In these tweets, this former employee specifically names Cody Rhodes, saying that he didn't have much direct contact with him, but he was told by others that Cody Rhodes wanted to stay away from him. Now, it was later revealed that this employee uh, had tweeted numerous uncomfortable things towards Cody Rhodes. And a big part of the reasoning behind keeping him away from Cody Rhodes was these tweets that had been sent. Now, AEW didn't comment on these tweets when they went out, uh, but Cody responded to a fan who mentioned these allegations on Twitter. And the fan said that people who believed the story and criticized Rhodes should apologize. Rhodes tweeted back in response, To be fair, my fans were the only ones who instantly knew it was hogwash. I don't give that stuff any oxygen. Disinformation should be given zero value. Those types of pot shots will continue with the more success we have. Unfortunate byproduct of this beautiful run and revolution. And that is the first and probably the last time that AEW will comment on allegations of bullying from that former video editing company employee. The only way that you become AEW World Champion is you dig down deep into your guts and you find the Kenny Omega that everybody thinks you are. You're gonna have to climb a mountain that nobody's been able to climb in 18 months. 
You gotta beat me. This Wednesday, at AEW Winter is Coming, the AEW World Champion John Moxley will face Kenny Omega in what most are considering the biggest championship match in Dynamite history. Steady your hand, aim, and take your shot, Kenny. Because you're only gonna get one. What a match that these two men will have. So it goes down tonight, AEW Winter is coming, as it's called. The AEW World Championship on the line. John Moxley defending against Kenny Omega. High hopes for this match later on today. But we're going to talk about the media call that took place yesterday uh, in the build-up to the, the show tonight. As a few little interesting developments came from it regarding the future of AEW. Now, we start with AEW Dark. Tony Khan from the media call uh, said, we've built a really big roster. It's hard to use everybody, but at the same time, we do need to keep developing talent and bringing people in. That's where Dark has become valuable, and I've extended the length of Dark. And I'm seriously considering splitting Dark into multiple developmental shows, possibly even having one that is a more developmental show and one that is more established talent, or maybe a mix of the two. I think for us right now, it's more important to add and develop people for me to worry about cutting the budget during the pandemic. So big changes coming to AEW Dark. It's going to get longer and it could even become um, two shows as opposed to one. Uh, also, talk of a new championship once again comes around. So AEW have, uh, have, have, have put this idea out there a few times through Kenny Omega and such. Like Omega on Chris Jericho's Rock and Rager was talking about a trios championship for the company. Tony Khan says it is something he is seriously considering. He says on the media call, it won't be in 2020. If it will be, if it happens, it'll most likely be in 2021. I've been seriously thinking about it. There's a lot of momentum for it and we have a lot of great trios teams. I would like to get through 2020 into beach break and towards revolution, but I definitely think it's something on my agenda and something that I've been talking about for a long time and thinking about it. And he also gave us an update on John Moxley's status when it comes to Wrestle Kingdom. So John Moxley, uh, both the AEW World Champion and the IWGP US Champion. And when asked whether John Moxley would be a part of Wrestle Kingdom, he confirmed that he will not. Now, John Moxley has been the US Champion since Wrestle Kingdom 14, but hasn't been to New Japan since February. In normal circumstances he would have probably been stripped of the championship by now. New Japan are very stringent when it comes to uh, defending titles. But I guess mitigating circumstances, the world being on fire, uh, they're letting that slide, it would seem. Which, which makes perfect sense too. <laughs> makes perfect sense too. Whether or not we will see John Moxley, I imagine we will see him back in a New Japan ring, uh, if for no other reason, just to drop the championship to somebody new. Uh, but he will not be a part of Wrestle Kingdom. He will be a part of Winter is Coming, which is tonight, uh, the AEW Dynamite special. We will break it all down for you on AEW Dynamite graded tomorrow with Jack the Jobber. And we'll get your AEWTF moments with Ross Tweddle as well. 
We teamed up with Audible to give you the chance to get loads of amazing wrestling stories for absolutely free. In fact, if you go to cultaholic.com forward slash Audible, you can choose your free story right now. Amazing audiobooks like Death Clutch, the story of Brock Lesnar's fight from the brink of death to becoming one of the greatest fighters on the planet right now. An amazing story from him. Dylan Postel, a.k.a. AJ Swoggle, Life is Short and So Am I, is an amazing look at the life uh, of Dylan Postel. You won't believe some of the stories that Dylan shares in his autobiography. You can get these audiobooks and many more right now by going to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. When you sign up to audible, you get 30 days absolutely free to listen to thousands of audiobooks of your choosing. If you don't like audible, spoiler, you will. You can cancel at any time. It won't cost you a penny. And that wrestling audiobook that you got from us, you can keep it. That's a thank you from us. Head to cultaholic.com forward slash audible to find out more. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. EC3 has been confirmed for ROH Final Battle. He'll be facing off against Jay Briscoe in a singles match. Now, a couple of weeks ago, uh, this was set up when EC3 refused to look Briscoe in the eye, extended his hand to adhere, the, when he extended his hand to adhere to the Code of Honor. Uh, Briscoe got very upset with that, 
eventually he was disqualified in their match because he refused to take his foot off of EC3's uh, throat. And this has led to uh, a match between those two that's taking place as part of Final Battle on December the 18th. EC3 is going to be a really good fit for ROH, I do believe. A classic WWE event is coming back. It was confirmed last night. Uh, when they were running down some of the specials on the network coming up soon. The Slammy Awards are coming back. Haven't had one of them in quite some time. Up until 2015 was the last Slammy Awards that we had. It looks as if uh, it's going to be a standalone show on the WWE Network as opposed to a special episode of Monday Night Raw. We don't know any more about how it's going to look, but we certainly know that it's coming back along with um, a WWE Untold on the streak of Goldberg. Uh, a WWE Break It Down special on Asuka, a WWE 24 based on Keith Lee, uh, a WWE Day Of special on Survivor Series 2020, brand new Broken Skull sessions with Drew McIntyre, and a new Drew McIntyre, Drew and A, featuring Matthew McConaughey. Loads of cool stuff happening on the WWE Network in the next couple of weeks by the looks of things. It's final numbers for SmackDown on Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, looking pretty good, averaging 2.14 million viewers. Now, it's down 8% from the previous week, but Thanksgiving weekend, that is a pretty positive number to pull in. Uh, it unfortunately was the least viewed shows on the major networks on Friday, just below CBS News program that did 2.2. But still, uh, it's, it's good to see it over 2 million still, despite the fact that it was Thanksgiving weekend. SmackDown star Bailey. Very proud of becoming number one on the PWI list and has shaved the number one into the back of her head. She posted a picture of it on her Twitter and you can see it for yourself. Uh, so if she, if she gets involved, if she gets quite physical in an altercation on SmackDown in the next couple of weeks, you may see the hair fly up and you may be reminded that she's number one. United Wrestling Network president Dave Marquez announced during last night's pay-per-view that they're taking a break until New Year. Uh, Marquez stated, as a result of the pandemic and restrictions taking place where they broadcast from in California, they're going to be suspending events until 2021. There is a UWN title match taking place between Mike Bennett and Chris Dickinson still, but it's going to take place sometime in the early part of 2021. Uh, Primetime Live has really been a saving grace for, wrestling, for independent wrestling and for the NWA, as in the absence of NWA power, they've been broadcasting NWA championship matches. And we've seen some really significant title changes on this show. We saw uh, Serena Deeb become the NWA Women's Championship, a uh, women's champion, a belt that she now represents on regular episodes of AEW Dynamite. Trevor Murdoch became the NWA National Heavyweight Champion. Elijah Burke become the World TV Championship. Uh, we've seen Aaron Stevens uh, and JR Kratos become the NWA Tag Team Champions as well. So there's been a lot of stuff going down regarding NWA on the United Wrestling Network. NWA itself is now kind of sort of back with a new series called Shockwave, which is showing some never-before-seen matches from NWA and possibly some new stuff as we head into 2021. And a WWE Hall of Famer has apparently, apparently turned down a run with the WWE Championship at the height of their career. So Anthony Anzaldo, friend and manager of WWE Hall of Famer China, said that Vince McMahon offered China a run with the World 
championship. There was, however, a caveat to this. Anzaldo says they offered her the championship belt, but Vince said you can't do Playboy because she got offered to do Playboy. She chose Playboy over the belt. Vince says if you do Playboy, you don't get the belt. She said F the belt, I'm doing Playboy. Highest selling out of the box Playboy, first week Playboy in the history of Playboy, more than Kim Kardashian. It's top three of all time behind Kardashian and Marilyn Monroe. So China turning down the WWE turning down the WWE Championship in favor of record numbers for Playboy. Uh, she was finally inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame as part of D Generation X last year. And there is still that feeling that China should really have her own induction rather as just a part of D Generation X. That may still happen. You never know. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel today, of course, your latest Cultaholic wrestling news, as you will expect. Uh, if you missed it, this video, you may have, this may have passed you by this one, but do check it out. Uh, brand new list dropped over the weekend of the 10 oldest WWE champions ever. You may or may not remember the US championship run of Bret the Hitman Hart uh, in, in, in the very much the twilight of his time. We'll talk about that and many, many others. Plus, an incredible true story of WWE's house show riot. We know Shawn Michaels was very much uh, a, a a bellwether for controversy during his time in the in the mid nineties. Just see how far that is the case by checking out the true story of the WWE house show riot. You can watch that right now at YouTube.com forward slash cultaholic twitch.tv slash cultaholic later on today jack and owen are back football manager 21 is here and no doubt there are big plans to attempt to save sunderland again at some point <laughs> that would be quite nice uh, join jack and owen tonight on our cultaholic twitch channel twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic and also today a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps on the Cultaholic podcast feed. I am in conversation with one of the toughest men in Europe, John Bad Bones Klinger. You may remember Bad Bones from WCPW, who's part of the Wrestling World Cup. And Bad Bones has some big plans for the, the next couple of years. He wants to bring the badness to AEW. I totally love the product they produce. They care about the characters. I mean, they're only one year old now. They have so much to the table. Cody Rhodes, I wrestled with him in 2017. He had a plan. I would love to be a part of that. I just want to do what I love to do, and wrestling is my, my first love, and it will always be my first love. But I just give my shots out there, and if, if people laugh about it, it's okay. But if I show up at AEW at the last one who's laughing, it's gonna be bad. What does AEW look like with the badness? I am the most dangerous man in European wrestling, which means I create chaos. If I'm in there, the spotlight should go on me. You're going to hear John Bad Bones Klinger very raw and upfront on the Cultaholic podcast feed later today in a brand new episode of Desert Island Grabs. If you haven't subscribed already, well, I'm presuming you have, because how are you listening to this otherwise? I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye.
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 